like, but, 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 Call of Duty. Wow, they all colluding, right? <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, man. Yo, Gio, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? Happy Saturday. Congratulations, young man, for graduation. Congratulations. Very. Yeah, that's that. I just graduated, motherfuckers. That's what that was. Congratulations again, man. Oh, with that fake rebel. Never mind. Just don't drink the shakes. Don't drink the grimace shakes. Yeah, I heard, man. Nah, you just give them a chance to dig their own grave. Not a little pow pow. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see you, man. Nah, some people do that, too. Like, the front, where it's coming, like, from behind the camera. I actually like that setup. But only if you, like, turn it upside down. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, kind of hanging in front of you. That way it's not blocking so much of the camera. That's, that's the only thing I would do if it was, like, in the front. It's just getting in your way. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Foundage rhymes with pound. All right, chat. Hey guys, we're gonna be getting started here in a second, man. Um, like, like I mentioned on Discord, um, there will be no stream after the podcast. Taking a weekend uh, to get some stuff straightened out. Got some errands to run today got some a lot of studying and stuff to catch up on editing whatnot so we'll be back next week um there is a bot league next week as well next friday so we'll definitely be participating and signing up for that uh when signups open on monday so next week should be pretty exciting um but like i said the weekend will just be for me just trying to get my life together because i got some potentially good things going on at work don't want to talk too much about it you know just try to Keep keep pushing forward though. Yeah, we'll begin start here in a second. Yes, yes. Make sure you guys check him out, man. Watch the homie support the guy. Oh shit. That's cool. Yes, 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 yes. All right, let's get started. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to episode 158 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy, Darius the Artist, and as always, I got my co-host DC here with me today. <laughs> Freshly shaven. <laughs> You don't want that cold head on you, yeah, man. 
Oh man, Bro Bald Brothers Unite. <laughs> oh man, Big Ellie. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I love it, man. I had it. He didn't have that big head since the '80s, but yeah, man. Um, a lot of a lot of good, interesting news coming from the FTC case showing up. Um, you know, we're expecting some sort of wrap up next week, from what a lot of people are thinking. Like, there are some interesting dates that have kind of gotten thrown around. Um, and I forgot to mention last time, but before we get into talking about this, we're not lawyers. <laughs> You know, just always got to throw that disclaimer out there. If any information is incorrect or anything, I always, I always suggest you guys go look this stuff up for yourself any, anyway, not just to fact check us, but just because, like I said, this stuff is just really interesting and it's going to affect the entire industry, whichever way this falls, whichever side of the fence, this decision falls on, um, this is going to change the game industry for years, possibly decades to come. Um, there's just been a lot of, uh, a lot of mudslinging going around, you know, it's always fun to get these like peek behind the curtain emails and stuff that we've seen a lot of the data and stuff that gotten that's gotten shared and leaked. Um, but I guess we can just kind of pick up off of some of the bigger highlights um, about what what's been kind of happening. So the biggest the biggest thing I kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> Were these the, the first thing I wanted to talk about were these Sony redacted documents that <laughs> whoever was the poor soul and I will say that Sony did not submit these documents redacted. I believe they submitted them for evidence and they were supposed to be properly blanked out. Um, but you know, people on the internet are very good with things like Photoshop, so they were able to see the information of stuff that was um hidden. And one of the biggest things that people were talking about was the cost of Horizon Forbidden West, I believe it was. Um, and that game was $212 million of a budget, which I thought was just fucking insane. Yeah, excuse my language. Like, you know, we, we talked we talked a lot about it before, just the cost of development and stuff for games going up and how studios, not even just like studios like Sony, but a lot of other first party or developers and stuff have been trying to cope with that and trying to offset the price of this stuff, which is just insane. I mean, there were even, I think I'm looking at it right now. There's 300 full-time employees. The game costs $212 million to develop, um, which is just my gosh. And that was over a total, like over five years. Even if you divide that, that's still tens of millions of dollars. And I just thought that was kind of insane, man. And we even got the, Nice, forgive me. I'm just looking through it really quick, glancing through. We even got the cost of Last of Us 2, which was around $220 million, which is just, I can't even think, uh, like, that's such a, a, a massive amount of money. Um, and I, I really just kind of wanted to ask, were you kind of surprised by the cost of this stuff? Like, and the fact that it got leaked, like, how did you, what did you kind of think about, like, <laughs> this particular... <laughs> I think it honestly, I think it was a real leaks. Like I think somebody just effed up pretty bad, but yeah. What did you, what did you kind of think about this stuff, man? Like the, the cost of these games, cause we've talked about it before, but we, we actually have hard numbers now. Some of some of the biggest games that have come out over the last couple of years.
Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Agreed. You gotta, you gotta hire too, because a lot of people, yeah, motion capture. A lot of people don't know. Like, uh, sorry to cut you off, but just like, just wanted to insert this little piece of information that, you know, usually when these game projects start off, especially if they're newer IP, in these studios they start off with a smaller team because they have to build. You know, a lot of times they have to build what's called like a or what's known as like a proof proof of concept. And then when the publishers or the powers that be at the studios kind of decide to green light the project, that's when they start expanding the team and go into full production. So, you know, a lot of these, you know, it's it's probably like one of those things. I wonder if the budgets are set at the beginning where they think they're going to spend versus, you know, I, I imagine, you know, because most companies kind of operate like that. Here's what we project we're going to spend on this over X amount of years. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to sorry, like I said, I didn't mean to cut you off there. that's like movie money man like we're at the point now like big yeah that's a good question actually let me look up horizon forbidden west sales let's see so they sold 8.4 million units right so i'm gonna bring up my calculator we're gonna do this live because i'm terrible at math so let's assume they were selling this for $70, I believe. So we'll do 70, uh, where's the times button? God, I hate these computer calculators. Uh, we'll do 70 times 8 point, uh, shoot, 8,400,000, right? Cause that's what 8.4 is. 
So that's roughly $588 million. So you could say they made their money back. Which it was $220 million budget for the game itself. So they made $588 million just just off of the so they sold um wait a minute hold on yeah they so they they roughly made they made they made a few hundred million dollars like which is yeah it's not 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 bad at all i mean like i said just like you said man like yeah it, it probably goes towards the next game marketing um you know just paying the people that worked on the game throughout and i hate the, the thing that people say oh man developers already got paid they shouldn't care if the game's good or bad like that's not the way you should think about doing business otherwise you'll never be a business owner uh yeah so it was it was interesting to to just really just like you said get these numbers so like i said man this is this is really approaching like well not even approaching triple a games are at that you know big budget movie because, I mean, Avengers, a lot of Avengers films cost like a quarter of a billion dollars, $250 billion, which isn't far off from the development of games like this. And as, and as technology has kind of gone on, you know, just like you mentioned with the live service games, this is why you see a lot of publishers and developers are starting to turn towards monetizing uh, a lot of games that come out. I mean, this is this is like unheard of for like a single player game. Cause I remember a couple of years ago and I know you do too. Like when, when there was this whole debate, if single player games were dying, if, you know, we weren't going to get, you know, as many good single player games. And that's, and that's one thing I will applaud Sony on is they've done a great job of continuously investing in a lot of their single player games. I would imagine, I mean, you know, just like I said too, like last of us two costs upwards of 220 million according to these documents. And I can't even imagine what God of War uh, Ragnarok probably cost probably close to that ballpark. So just with those three games, Sony has, they spent almost a billion dollars on just three, on developing just three games. And you can see why, you know, they've, they've kind of, just like I mentioned last episode, they're starting to pivot towards making more live service games. Cause not any studio could just, or any company can just invest a billion dollars and just, you know, you won't get all of that back. And, you know, this is probably over a period of years, they'll get that money back, but they're probably looking for other ways to sustain their business. Cause these, the, I mean, if this is any indication, I can't even imagine what the price of games is going to be five, 10 years down the road. Like it's, it's, it's going to be staggering. Like you, you, you're looking at hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. And Mm -hmm. oh it's going yeah yes i think i think the average i think the average computing power nowadays doubles every 18 to 24 months just like processing power when it comes to technology so like new cpu chips new gpu chips i mean look at what nvidia does they release new video cards every two years now like they're on that two-year clip pretty much nowadays so it's it's not going to slow down anytime soon and you know this is why this case was so interesting to me because you know we're starting to get all these numbers you know and another another piece of information i kind of wanted to talk about too um was how much call of duty was making or was making on playstation or was making them money um so it's it's about a billion dollars um because they they said that about a million people who play playstation games 
there's about a million people who play Call of Duty and that's it on PlayStation, which sounds about right. I mean, so you can see why Sony has been desperately trying to sway the judge in this case with the FTC. I don't want to say they're like colluding or anything like that, but just based off of like the interactions that the judge has kind of had with FTC and Jim Ryan and calling out a lot of their BS. I, <laughs> I've been a fan. I'm just gonna say it. I've been a big fan of the judge. I think she's incredible. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. No, people are just idiots. They really believe this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the problem is the way that the FTC has been kind of framing the points that they're trying to hit is not lining up with the data that they submitted. So, you know, they, they, they say one thing, but the data that they submitted, the people, the expert analysts that they've called in don't support the data in, that's in front of them, you know, because they... I think, I think it's a little bit of, of both, right? I personally, my, my tinfoil, yeah, like my tinfoil hat theory and, you know, people can choose whether they believe this or not. I think Jim Ryan or some people at Sony had some conversations months ago with PlayStation about whether or not this merger is harmful to PlayStation and the consumers. But when you, if you go back and listen and watch the trial and read the quotes and stuff that. The, with the interactions between all the parties, the FTC commonly refers to how bad this would be for Sony's business, not necessarily how bad it would be for the consumers. And that's where the judge started to kind of poke holes in a lot of their arguments because, and that's why I said, you know, it doesn't seem like, it, at least to the judge, it doesn't seem like this, this deal is bad for consumers, which I am inclined to agree because of all the things that Microsoft has come out and done and said and all the agreements that they've signed with all these other parties, you know, Steam, NVIDIA, uh, Nintendo, you know, agreed to keep Call of Duty on all these platforms. And shout out to Beezy, by the way, in chat, you know, talking, yeah, they talking crazy on Michelle Obama's internet, as Beezy said in chat, man. Hello, how you doing? Man? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but so I think it's just interesting that, you know, they've gotten to this point because ultimately I think the deal is going to go through. And now that is to say, once again, you know, we're not lawyers or anything like that. But as far as I understand, I think this deal is going to end up going through. There's supposed to be another trial in August, the FTC. So this is like an injunction that they wanted to file to stop the deal from going through. And then there's another, I think, official, official trial sometime in late August. But I, I'm inclined to believe that if the FTC loses this, that they're just going to drop the other suit. And then Microsoft's just going to proceed as, you know, business as usual. You think they're going to try to fight tooth and nail? Maybe. You might be right. I mean, they've they've been... Yeah, and you, you know, you might be right in that because, you know, like I mentioned, like the FTC under the Obama administration has not been happy with the state of tech companies across not just the U.S., but the entire world. I mean, they even, you know, I think it was like last year, year before they went after uh, Meta and some of these, some of those other large companies like Facebook and Apple and whatnot. Like they're, they're just, I think they, and I don't know if I necessarily disagree with them if if you look at like the world economy just as a whole the largest companies right now are tech companies just like full stop like that's kind of the way the world is nowadays i mean even you can even look at tesla you know you can people make the jokes about uh what's his name i can't remember elon um you know but he definitely commands a large percentage of the tech market right now and you know a lot of these you know a lot of these government agencies just don't feel like there's enough competition, which I don't, I don't know if I agree with or disagree with, but the next thing I, I wanted to highlight and talk about were these emails that came from Xbox's side where, where Microsoft considered acquiring Bungie and Sega, which I thought was very interesting because as we know, uh, Bungie now is under the uh, PlayStation umbrella. They used to be under Xbox's umbrella. We, we remember the good times. Yeah. <laughs> And that's something I wanted to ask your opinion on because, you know, we, we've been big fans of Bungie here for a long time. And, you know, did, do you think there was some sort of credence to this acquisition? Do you think they would have come back home? Um, Sega, I, we, we can talk about them separately, right? But I, I want to I talk about Bungie first. Do you think there was some sort of legitimacy to this, that they had conversations with Bungie about this? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? That I don't think they would have come back and worked on it. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> oh. which is why marathon is going to be coming out. Yeah, I agree.
Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're too hands off with their management. They they saw they saw a lame duck for what they saw and they wanted to cancel it, yeah. And they, I think they should have just went ahead and just ate the bullet, you know, bit the bullet on that. Just like you said, they have so much money. Like, yeah, it's it sucks to cancel a game, but look at what happened when it released, you know. And Nah, I I think I think it you know money talks right because you look at you look at where Bungie is now with PlayStation and how they're kind of consulting with a lot of the live service projects. I mean, there was even that report that came out about the game that the multiplayer game that Naughty Dog's working on, um, The Last of Us. Uh, I think it's Factions. How allegedly you know this is all speculation, of course. Allegedly, Bungie took a look at the game. And, you know, they were very honest with Naughty Dog about it, how it wasn't. They don't think it was up to up to snuff as far as like live service games um, that it may not have as much longevity. Yeah, there was there was there was that whole report that came out. It was like around the time that PlayStation had their direct. And I was hoping we were going to see factions, but I think that's part of the reason why we didn't. Because um, I think there's something like 10 multiplayer titles in development under PlayStation right now. Uh huh. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just I think it's just so interesting um, just reading through these emails about where Microsoft's attitude was around like 2018, 2019 versus where it is now, where they originally at, you know, and I quote, they wanted to spin Sony out of business and they they had the capital to do it. They, they were going to make everything exclusive from Bethesda. They were going to pull the plug on all of it, but they decided not to. And I wonder if Phil had some sort of effect on that, if he was one of the. Yeah, I, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
them corporate them corporate Twitter fingers. Yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. <laughs> Matt, Matt Booty. <laughs> yeah, nah, Matt, his his wording on a lot of these emails has just been, it's been a joy to see this stuff, man. Because like I said, you wouldn't, you would never see this stuff like anywhere out, out of like, you know, nobody would ever get access to this stuff. So I just thought it's been great to catch up on a lot, a lot of this. And it's interesting to see like who Microsoft was targeting, you know, like I said, Sega and yeah, huh? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's imp it's important, I think, man, and it and it is pretty funny, <laughs> um, you know. And it's it's funny just to see, you know, how Sony's just been trying to prop up a lot of these arguments, like. You know, hey, we don't we don't think that they would, you know, we think they would give us an inferior version. And one one piece of information I thought was interesting when they mentioned the PlayStation six, because, you know, when they're developing or people who don't know when they're developing these new consoles, uh, they, they have these developer kits that are essentially just small PCs that are sent out to various publishers. So the publishers can work on them and, you know, kind of figure out, you know, what would work best for whatever games are going to be coming out on those systems. PlayStation is going to be hesitant, uh, probably to the point of not giving Activision access to that stuff anymore because they'll be under the Xbox umbrella. And if I'm Xbox, I'm not going to lie to you. I would tell Activision, Hey man, let me borrow that for a couple of days. <laughs> let me, let me see what they working on, you know, and, and that could, that could cause all kind of issues, you know, yeah, all kind of, all kind of tech espionage and whatnot. And I think, I think Xbox, I mean, not Xbox, I think PlayStation is really just beyond the Call of Duty sales and, and numbers. They're looking at the future of how they're going to have to do business. And, you know, Microsoft already said they're not done buying studios. So I imagine we'll probably get some more announcements. You know, let's say this deal goes through this year. We'll probably get another announcement in a few years. Now, whether that's a big studio like Sega or, you know, they even allegedly tried to buy Square Enix, which I thought was inc incredibly interesting because Square Enix just don't do business with Microsoft. I mean, look at Final Fantasy 16, for example. You know, like they, they just have not done business with them, which I... <laughs> Devil May Fantasy 16, yeah, yeah. So it, it's just really interesting. You know, I wonder what those conversations were like, you know, hey, we got $10 billion for you. We know you don't like putting your games on our consoles, but you know, here's 10 bill for you to walk away from all of that. You know, money talks, man. It's just, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, with just a cigarette, yeah. <laughs> Or just, or just, I was about to say, or just a check in like the little cushiony part of the suitcase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like this, this is really, really kind of turned into more than what I thought it was going to be. I didn't think we were going to get so much access to this. 
And, you know, one of the big questions the judge asked the FTC was, you know, would we even be here if Sony had agreed to the deal with Microsoft? And that, you know, once again, was another deflating argument uh, for the FTC. Because, I mean, you kind of have to ask, you kind of have to wonder that, like, at what point, you know, does the FTC just kind of have to throw their hands up about all of this? I mean, and another thing I wanted to ask you is, like, where do you think the relationship between Xbox and PlayStation is going to go moving forward. I mean, cause at this point I was under, you know, I, my mind has changed a lot about like exclusivity on stuff. Like I felt like it wasn't as important years, you know, maybe a year or two ago, but I think it's going to get even more intense when it comes to like exclusive games, not just first party games, but third party as well. Like I, I could see like a bidding war, honestly, between a lot of games that could or could not come out on these consoles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the egos on these guys, yeah. real console wars about to begin. <laughs> Even if you're in the right. Yeah, a lot of times, yeah. I agree, yeah. 
I I hope we're past that that point in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I hopefully we're past that, man. I, I think we're in the the current the the new good era. You know, let me not speak too too soon, but you know, just with the way that Starfield looks and everything, I think that's going to be like the really big jumping off point for them. But um, the last thing that I really wanted to kind of uh, talk about with this case was the whole cloud debate, which I thought was actually pretty interesting. I think that was probably. In my opinion, I think that was the FTC's strongest case against this deal. Um, you know, because we a lot of people have talked about mobile gaming and stuff. You know, we we've kind of touched on it here and there. And the reason why I think they may have a good point when it comes to Microsoft's dominance in the cloud space, because you know, a the cloud space really hasn't taken off as much as I thought it would, and I, I think a lot of people, you know, would have would have thought at this point. But you know, Microsoft's already laid a lot of the groundwork ahead of time for you know themselves to set themselves up for you know mobile gaming and when i say mobile gaming i'm thinking about not just not just phones but a lot of these handheld devices that are coming out and that you know have been coming out the last couple of years ipads you got tablets you got steam decks you know you got the rog ally and then there's a there's there's been like four or five different like you know psp-esque ps vita-esque handhelds that are starting to come out and hit the market and a lot of these these devices you can play most games on. Um, I mean, you can even load Windows OS onto a Steam Deck and play your Game Pass games on it. And I think that is probably, I don't wanna say they shouldn't have a monopoly on it or they will, but I think that's something definitely to pay attention to for the future um, is how they're gonna kind of maneuver for cloud gaming. Because at this point, they have the necessary install base in my opinion, for Game Pass. It's only going to keep getting better at this point. There, you know, the numbers are only going to keep going up. Um, despite even despite the price increase. Like I don't think that's going to slow down anytime soon. Especially when a lot of these bigger games start coming out, your fables, your you know, even even your your Forza's, um, Starfields, Elder Scrolls Six, whenever that comes out, um, and whatever else they can get their hands on at this point. I, I think that's definitely something interesting. And I, I kind of wanted to hear your thoughts about that because we, you know, we don't really talk a lot about mobile gaming, but I think we're really starting to get to a point where you're starting to see a lot of these mobile devices that you can take on the go and really play like your AAA games, not just your little five minute toilet games. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What's gonna be the next groundbreaking, like generational? Yeah, I, I, I I'm kind of inclined to agree on that. I'm curious myself because, 
even though, like I said, like, you know, we're years away from a lot of that stuff. I don't think, you know, we'll probably be old men by the time we get something like uh, your ready player one where you just put the helmet on and you're, you load, you know, you scan, scans your brain and it loads you up into this, you know, fantasy world. I, I think we're, we're many, many years away from stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's cool. Like, I, I think about it like this. Somebody brought up a good point, too. Like, imagine you're playing a game like Valheim, and the AI component of that game can auto-generate, like, quests and NPCs for you. Like, you know, dynamically uh, create stuff for you to find in the world, like, procedurally. Because you already have stuff like, like Valheim that does the procedural maps, and, you know, AI could take that a step further. Like, hey, here's an NPC, you know, Right. Exactly. Oh man, we're going to have a Terminator episode. Yeah, we're going to definitely have a Terminator singularity episode at some point soon <laughs> yeah oh man AI Drake took over TikTok for a good little second um yeah yeah with his voice and everything yeah it's 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 definitely getting gonna be interesting the next 15 to 20 ish years i think you know not just for gaming but the world at large especially when it comes to ai uh Yeah, I, I really wonder that, man. Like, it's, it's, I think we're going to get to that point where we see, like, in a lot of sci-fi movies, I think the world's going to end up closer to, like, that iRobot standard of technology where it's not, like, super, super futuristic where you, you know, some fantastic, unless, like, some genius scientist is out there working on something that we have no idea about is yet to be born. But, you know, I, I definitely could see... A world where you start to have like robot helpers um just like you said a lot of a lot of ai targeted industries you know ai marketing that that just like you said you know watches your hat you already have your phones and stuff that you know target ads specifically to you based on your search history you know ai could definitely take that a step further you know application of video games like imagine 
someone plugs in like a certain like you know just like what what fortnite's doing is it's fucking insane fortnite and and roblox are just fucking insane like imagine you you have a tool set and you plug in some prompts and parameters that you want for a a br and then it generates it you know like that's kind of scary <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're talking about like the little robot dogs. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. <laughs> gonna have a terminator robot it's it's good it's gonna happen oh yeah oh okay me and you on the same with same wavelength yeah and then we'll be living in bubble cities and this <laughs> what we're saying guys is because of Microsoft the, the world is going to be dystopian in the future so <laughs> you know maybe the FTC should block this deal I'm just kidding but, <laughs> but yeah I, I could see I, I mean I, I, I could see some interesting stuff coming from like the cloud front the streaming stuff it would be cool to have like you know I've been kind of like eyeing some of these handheld devices um it would be nice um, to have something like a Steam Deck or something. Yeah, maybe not this year. Maybe sometime next year. Because the, the thing, I, I look at it like this, right? You remember like the early 2000s when you had a bunch of different uh, companies making smartphones. But now you really only have three. Like, I think I think we're at the point where the technology is still too new. And a lot of the, the form factor or how you hold the thing is not very comfortable in your hands. And I'm really big on stuff like that. Like especially when I'm gaming, like, you know, cause after a certain amount of time, your hands start to hurt. So, you know, it would be nice to have something that has a decent form factor and battery life. Um, I think we're getting kind of close to that point with a lot of these devices. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe a steam deck. I'm kind of right there with you. That was probably the one thing I was thinking about, but maybe like, yeah, like maybe next year. Um, I'm not, honestly, I'm not in a rush to get one. Um, that or like a, a, a new next gen console, but that's another. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't want to play Mario, man? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, just kidding, man. Just kidding. I almost got him, guys. I almost got him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got we got some rumors, you know, from the trial about the next Nintendo device that it could be as powerful as 
a PS4, Xbox One, which I definitely could see. That's usually what Nintendo's MO is. Like, they don't usually go for, like, latest and greatest when it comes to, like, power and tech. But, you know, I, I, I hope we get a new Nintendo device next year. I really do. Do you guys want another Pokemon situation? That's what I always ask. You want another Pokemon situation from last year? You don't? Okay. I thought so. <laughs> I thought so. You know what? <laughs> oh, we're getting off the rails here, man. I think, I think, oh, man. I think that's a good place to wrap it up, man, because I was really about to go crazy on that. Just what you said. Holy cow. <laughs> Just right, right under us. Yeah. Me. Oh, that's great. Oh, you guys, you guys wait till we get some capital, man. We got some funny ideas for you guys. I'm telling you, man, but yes. I love it. Get over there, man. Stop disappointing DC. He works really hard, man. Stop disappointing him. Uh, don't rip the shirt, man. Come on, put <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. Thank you guys for hanging out for episode 158 of the podcast, man. As always, we appreciate Huh? Yes, yes, yes. What is... Oh, they're done? Oh, no. Oh, I forgot all about them. Sheesh. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we'll get the decision next week. Yeah, so we'll probably bring it up. money yeah oh i yeah i got some thoughts we can talk about kick next week yeah sure there's actually been a lot of news that's come out uh this week uh some features and stuff so yeah we can definitely talk about kick next week Yeah. We'll we'll keep y'all in the loop on it, man, as always. Um But yes, thank you guys for hanging out for episode one fifty eight of the Super Weapon Podcast, man. I appreciate you guys today. Please don't forget to follow and subscribe and like our YouTube Super Weapon Media. Um we are dropping smaller tidbits of episodes on there so you guys can catch up on all that. We we're getting back on the on the horse. Um we appreciate you guys for hanging out. You guys can find me everywhere. Darius the Artist, where the E is a three. DC, you can take us home, baby.
IG sucks. Thumbnail master. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's gonna be the audio version man thank you guys for hanging out have a good one we'll see you next week Bye bye